you know, the way they raise revenue at this place or places like this is through these dolphin experiences where tourists can come down, mostly off of cruise ships, and have these sort of little interactions with dolphins. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, not, not the kind of thing that I would really advocate. Traveling salesperson, that was the worst job. Actually, this little puppy thing. I used to carry her around with me while I was doing traveling sales because it was scary. Not my cup of tea at all. And my point of view is to cook more, you know, crowd-pleasing, comforting, sort of uh, realistic dishes, not the dishes that have 30 components on them. So that's a great question. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not my cup of tea to do that, but I really admire those who do. G'day, guys, and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair Aussie, or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and enjoy Aussie English. G'day, you mob. How's it going? Welcome to this episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today, guys, it is an expression episode. It's great to have you here. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for coming by. I hope you enjoy the podcast and don't forget to check out all the other content at aussieenglish.com.au. And if you are a long-time listener, welcome back. It's always a pleasure. Pull up a pew, pull up a chair, kick back and enjoy yourself. So, guys, I've been working my butt off. I've been working away on the pronunciation course at the moment and it is getting ready. So, I've gotten probably about 12 or so lessons ready to record and every day at the moment, I'm driving down from Ocean Grove. I guess it'll be up because it's north. I'm driving north to a place called Port Arlington and it's a small sort of town on the inside of Port Phillip Bay. And I love going there because it's really calm and, you know, just nice. I can sort of sit there in the car and just work away on my computer for an hour or so, maybe get a coffee and, um, you know, go for a walk, but with my mask on, with my mask on and just sort of enjoy the serenity there. So, if you ever come down to Victoria and down to the Bellarine Peninsula, go and check out Port Arlington. Port Arlington. In fact, I think there's a ferry that goes from Port Arlington to uh, the Melbourne CBD. So, you can probably get a ferry directly to Port Arlington from Melbourne. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. So, I'm still working on this pronunciation course, but it's getting closer and closer. So, guys, all right, let's, let's get the spiel aside. Today is an expression episode and the expression is to not be your cup of tea, right? If something isn't your cup of tea. Before we get into all of that, though, I've got a joke here. So, here's the joke, okay? When shouldn't you drink a hot beverage? When shouldn't you drink a hot beverage? So, a hot drink of some kind. When it's not your cup of tea. You get it? (laughs) So, actually, I'm not going to explain this joke because the episode will explain it. But the joke is, when shouldn't you drink a hot beverage when it's not your cup of tea? All right. So, there you go. Anyway, today's expression is not your cup of tea. As usual, we'll go through and talk about the words in the expression. And then we'll talk about the definition of the expression, its origin, some examples. We'll go through some pronunciation exercises, 
an Aussie English fact and then we'll finish up. So, definition-wise, obviously, you've got the word not, right? Not your cup of tea. Not is just that negative adverb that we use in front of, I guess, pronouns like your or in front of verbs or auxiliary verbs. Your is the second person possessive pronoun, right? It's your cup of tea. It is my cup of tea. It is his cup of tea, your. A cup, a small bowl-shaped container for drinking from, typically with a handle. So, you might get a mug. You might get a glass cup, but um, yeah, a cup would be- it could be made of ceramic, it could be made of glass, it could be made of plastic, and it typically has a handle. And then tea, obviously, this can be a few things in Australian English, but typically, tea is a hot drink made by infusing the dried crushed leaves of a tea plant in boiling water. Okay, so, I'm sure you guys have had things like chamomile tea, green tea, black tea, Um, If you're in Australia, you might have bushels, English breakfast tea, those sorts of things. But remember in Australia too, that tea can be dinner. So, who's coming over for tea? It doesn't necessarily mean who's coming over to have a cup of tea. It could mean who's coming over for dinner. What are you guys having for tea? You having anything interesting? You getting fish and chips for tea? You getting some takeaway for tea? Tea. So, the expression definition, if something is not your cup of tea... It is something that you don't like, that you don't consider interesting, that you're not interested in, right? That you don't enjoy. It's not your type of thing. It is not your cup of tea. So, where did this come from? Apart from water, tea is the most consumed beverage in the world. There are various varieties of the beverage and everyone has a cup of tea that they enjoy more than others. For me, it would probably be green tea. I really like green tea. In the late 1800s, the British started using the phrase, my cup of tea, to indicate something that they had enjoyed. And by the 1920s, they added the phrase, not my cup of tea, to mean the very opposite. So, to mean something that they didn't enjoy. So, there you go. So, as usual, let's go through some examples of how I would use this expression, not my cup of tea. And again, as we went over there in the origin, you could say, oh, that thing's- yeah, that's that's my cup of tea. That's something that I do enjoy. So, you could use the positive, you could use the negative. Example number one. So, as you guys will probably know, I recently got into the world of whiskey drinking. So, whiskey is the- um, how do I explain whiskey? It's distilled alcohol that is stored in barrels usually for- I think it has to be at least three to five years. And as a result of being stored in these wooden barrels, generally oak barrels, it takes on the flavour. It it pulls flavours out of these barrels and becomes this flavoured alcoholic beverage called whiskey, right? So, I got into whiskey and it seems to be really interesting and complex in terms of an interest or a hobby, you know, where the deeper you go, the deeper you realise it goes. The different processes by which it's made, the places, the distilleries, this has all been really interesting for me, the more I learn about it. Anyway, I've been trying to find friends to get into it with me so that, you know, we could go to whiskey bars together, we could buy bottles of whiskey and share them together. Um, But it's been quite difficult. I've gone to some of my mates and I've said, you know, let's go and check this out, let's go and buy this, let's give these a go. And by and large, you know, generally, most of my mates have said, you know what, whiskey isn't my cup of tea. I'm not really interested in it. I know that it's your cup of tea, Pete, but it's not my cup of tea. 
Example number two. My son Noah was initially obsessed with banana, right? So, he was always eating bananas. He loved eating it every part of the day, right? He'd have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everything was always banana, banana, banana. But then all of a sudden, he didn't want a bar of it, right? He, he didn't want any banana at all. He was constantly refusing to eat it. He hated it. He'd spit it out. He'd throw it off his plate. So, all of a sudden, banana was no longer his cup of tea, right? It was his cup of tea in the past, but then he didn't like it anymore. He wasn't interested in it. He didn't enjoy it. It was no longer his cup of tea. Example number three. So, maybe you are a single man or woman, right? You're on the dating scene. So, you're looking for a partner. You're looking to meet someone special. So, you go out on heaps of dates with different people from, you know, all different walks of life. Maybe they're from Australia. They're from cities. They're from rural parts of Australia. They're immigrants. You know, they're from all over the place. And you're doing this because you want to hone your tastes in a partner. You want to better understand what it is that you want from a relationship. So, as your experiences evolve, you may decide that, for example, gym junkies, people who go to the gym all the time and are obsessed with, you know, getting ripped, getting shredded, working out, they may not be your cup of tea. So, you're not a fan of people who love going to the gym. It's not your thing. It's not your cup of tea. Those people are not your cup of tea. So, there you go, guys. That is the expression to not be your cup of tea. Ah, that's not my cup of tea. Or to be your cup of tea. So, it is generally something that you are not interested in if we use the negative version, not your cup of tea. Or it can be the opposite, something that you are interested in, something that you do enjoy. It is your cup of tea. So, let's have a listen again to those examples from the start of this episode and see if you can hear and understand the context of how this expression was being used. You know, the way they raise revenue at this place or places like this is through these dolphin experiences where tourists can come down, mostly off of cruise ships, and have these sort of little interactions with dolphins. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, not, not the kind of thing that I would really advocate. Travelling salesperson, that was the worst job, actually. This little puppy thing, I used to carry her around with me while I was doing traveling sales because it was scary, not my cup of tea at all. And my point of view is to cook more, you know, crowd-pleasing, comforting, sort of uh, realistic dishes, not the dishes that have 30 components on them. So that's a great question. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not my cup of tea to do that, but I really admire those who do. Great work, guys. All right. So, as usual, now let's move on to the listen and repeat pronunciation exercise. So, this is where I am going to say a bunch of different words and then phrases in my pronunciation of Australian English. And this is your excuse to practice your pronunciation. So, go somewhere where you can sit down. It's quiet. You know, you're away from the rest of the world. You don't have to think too much about people hearing you, anything like that. And repeat after me. And remember, if you are not trying to practice your Australian accent, that's fine. If you've got a different accent that you're working on, just say the words after me in that accent. Okay? Let's go. Not. Not your. Not your cup. Not your cup of. Not your cup of tea. 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 Not your cup of tea.
It's not my cup of tea. It's not your cup of tea. It's not his cup of tea. It's not her cup of tea. It's not our cup of tea. It's not their cup of tea. It's not its cup of tea. Good work. Now, as I'm about to launch this pronunciation course, it should be uh, sort of, you know, appropriate for me to break down some of the pronunciation going on in this little exercise as usual. So, there are a few interesting things going on. You may have noticed in the first exercise, not your cup of tea, I'm muting the letter T at the front of the word, or sorry, at the back of the word, not. So, instead of saying not your cup of tea, I'm saying not your cup of tea, not your cup of tea. I am muting that T. I'm not releasing it. Not your cup of tea. The other thing you'll notice there is that the word of is now a schwa sound. There's no v sound. There's no o sound. It is now just uh. Not your cup of tea. Cup of tea. Cup of tea. You may even hear kappa tea. Cup of tea. Cup of tea. It's, a, it's sort of a blend. It can either be the schwa uh or it can be the vowel sound ah. Uh. Cup of tea. It's not your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. The other thing to mention here is that when we were saying the phrases, it's not his cup of tea, it's not her cup of tea, it's not our cup of tea, it's not its cup of tea. In all of those examples, the T at the end of the word not is becoming a T flap. Now, in the cases of the words his and her, it's because the H at the start of those words is disappearing. So, you'll hear it's not is, it's not her. So, there's no H. And as a result, you've got a vowel on one side of the T, a vowel on the other side, and we use the T flap. Not er, not is, not our, not its. So, this is something that Australians do all the time. Okay. So, anyway, keep an eye out for my pronunciation course that is coming out soon, guys. I should probably just give myself a date at some point to really make sure that I can do this, but I've been working my butt off on a bunch of things. So, I'm slowly chipping away at it, but it'll it'll be out soon. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, right? Winter is coming. But when will it get here? Anyway, before we finish up, I thought we could talk about an Aussie fact. And I was like, mm, how can I relate this to tea? And I thought we could talk about the tea tree. So, this is a famous tree in Australia. So, the name tea tree is used for several plants predominantly found in Australia and New Zealand, and they belong to the family Myrtaceae. I think that would be how you say it. Myrtaceae. 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 The use of the name tea tree is said to originate from Captain James Cook. So, Indigenous Australians had always drunk an infusion from the plant species uh, Leptospermum, the manuka plant that's native to New Zealand. And upon the landing of Cook in Australia in 1770, he noticed that the Aboriginal people were drinking it and this called it tea, right? Because it seemed to him to be the same as the tea that he drank. So, today, the plant is referred to as the tea tree. Eventually, the tea tree became much more renowned for its potent oil, now commonly known as tea tree oil or melaleuca oil. So, tea tree oil was first extracted from the plant melaleuca alternifolia 
in Australia back in the 1920s after a man named Arthur Penfold began to investigate the business potential of native extracted oils. He reported that tea tree oil showed great promise due to its antiseptic properties. A few decades later, in the 70s and 80s, commercial plantations had sprouted up all over Australia and were now producing large quantities of tea tree oil from Melaleuca alternifolia. Since then, the industry has expanded to include numerous other species of Melaleuca from all across the globe, including countries like Egypt, Tunisia, Malaysia, the USA, and even Vietnam. It's estimated that the global tea tree market size will now be worth somewhere in the order of $60 billion by the year 2025. So, next time you're at Woolies or Coles, the local supermarkets here in Australia, grab a small bottle of tea tree oil for a couple of bucks, and the next time you get a small cut or abrasion, uh, use that to disinfect it. That's what I do. But uh, be warned, it stings like hell, but it works a treat. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Pete. This is Aussie English. I hope you had a great time and I'll see you next time. Catch ya. G'day, mate. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English podcast. If you'd like to boost your English whilst also supporting the podcast and allowing me to continue to bring you awesome content, please consider joining the Aussie English Academy at www.aussieenglish.com.au. You'll get unlimited access to the premium podcast as well as all of my advanced English courses and you'll also be able to join three weekly speaking calls with a real English teacher. Thanks so much, mate, and I'll see you soon. The clips used in today's episode were from the YouTube channels National Geographic, Journey to a Better Life, and Talks at Google. If you want to check them out, they'll be in the show notes.